0: Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Dodder.
1: Thanks for joining. I am back in the podcast studio with Nathan Wagnon.
0: Hey, I feel like I'm a regular now.
1: I, we need to make it happen. <laughs> I mean... I feel
0: like we're making it happen. We are. That's you're what right. we're doing right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you, Ben, <laughs> we're going to have all... Oren, Garrett, it's yeah, going to be... All the, all the people. Yeah. So we're in chapters 10 and 11, and we're specifically looking at David's adultery.
0: Yeah, it's gnarly.
1: So once again, I'm going to let you just take the mic.
0: Yeah. 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 I think there, this is a really, uh, I mean, it's a really tragic mm-hmm. uh, event not just in David's life, but in the lives of so many other people who this affected, right? And I think that's that's an interesting thing to just encourage the audience, you know, as you're reading the text, and it'd be really easy to read this very superficially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that in a very, like, experiential way, especially these kinds of narratives, like, it's it, it's better to enter into the story and to remember that these were actual people. Like, you're not reading about some fairy tale or you're not reading about some, you know, disembodied idea or whatever, These were actual people. There was a guy named David um, who killed his friend and stole his wife. And, yeah, it's just bad. Um, But I think that uh, this is also a critical piece in the whole uh, narrative of not not just the Davidic narrative, but of all of Scripture, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you start, I mean, at the very beginning... Um, with, with Genesis, it becomes very clear that the, that the humans, God's images in his garden, the humans are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, right? And every single story in the entire Bible is humans not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Even the one, even the one who God says, that's the guy from my own heart, mm-hmm. right? He fails. Miserably. Epic proportion fail. Mm-hmm. Like, like stuff that we would look at and go, Oh dude, you're definitely in jail. Yeah. Life without parole. Yeah. Like murder, rape, covering like obstruction yeah. of justice, all of it. All of it. You're in jail life without parole, right? His
1: military leadership
0: to all of it gone, gone, right? And uh that's the that's that's the proportion of fail that this is. Um and I think that you know there there are a series i mean there's a million ways you can you can address this but i think there are a series of decisions that he's making that seem inconsequential to him but they're actually like the the part of the beachhead right mm-hmm. that is uh, it's kind of like yeah i guess we have to take this this inch of land or something like that. I mean you you go look in Normandy, right? At Utah Beach, at Omaha Beach, at all these at the at the D-Day historical site, and it's like, really? Like this was it? Mm. It's just a beach. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, no, no. It's what that represented. It represented the front line of the German defense. And once we broke through it, then I mean at that point, it was just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. Like Germany's lost. And and you see David making these uh, these decisions that at the end of the day he's letting go of the natural inhibitors that are that are divinely placed in his life. Like mm-hmm. your army's going off to war, you should go lead them, right? He just blows right past that. And and is and is susceptible. So it's like when Paul says in First Corinthians 10 12, he's like, Hey, if you think you're gonna stand, be careful. Like you need to be careful because you're finna fall, right? And that's what David's doing. He's thinking that he's standing, right? Right. But just like any other susceptible man, like he he makes this decision and and the decision to kill Uriah, take take Uriah's wife as his own. Like, all of these things begin this cascade of chaos Mm -hmm. that results in the rest of his life being full of, like, civil war, internal strife, where he's literally, I mean, he he dies at the end of uh, 2 Samuel. Mm -hmm. He dies as a cold, lonely man that they're putting virgins in his bed with him to keep him warm. It's tragic, right? And, um, and yet, I also have this vision of the Lord going, and this is the whole point, so pay attention. I also have this vision of the Lord sitting on David's deathbed with him, like on the side of the bed, and maybe like holding his hand or putting his hand on his chest or something like that. And he basically is just reassuring David, like, hey, my covenant with you is sure. What you have failed to do, I will succeed. I will come and do what you and every other human being have never been able to do. And that is to keep covenant with me faithfully. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to do it for you. And he reassures him, and David breathes his last. Right. Right. And and I'm and I'm going, oh yeah, that's what this is about. This is not about this is not about, oh man, there goes another leader. It's like, hey, every single leader will fail you. Period. That's right. Right. But but God will not, and that's the whole point.
1: So let's let's transition a little bit. Mm-hmm. At the end of David's life, God reassures him of this promise, mm-hmm. but he did have consequences, Absolutely. for for yep. his actions. So, yep. kind of doing a little sneak peek for tomorrow's yep. reading, twelve fourteen. Yeah, raises yeah. a big question. It
0: totally does. Yeah.
1: What What do you do with that? Yeah. Why don't so... we read it? Yeah, go ahead and read it. 1214 reads, nevertheless, because by this deed you have utterly scorned the Lord, the child who is born to you shall die. Yeah. Heavy.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then the child dies. Yeah. So, uh, again, a a lot of times, like, you know, I serve in the Great Questions ministry. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people come in and, you know, uh, is God, you know, infanticidal? Is he trying to just kill babies, you know? And clearly, like uh, God is not in the, in the same kind of position as like a pharaoh who is literally like oppressing yeah,
1: people, kill them all. Right
0: now, I think that the Lord does um, in His sovereignty. The Lord does know. Um, he's like, hey, if you do this, this will happen, mm-hmm. right? And um, and I think in this instance, Yahweh is going, hey, um, David, because you did this, mm-hmm. this is going to happen. Which makes, which, I mean, even in the text, it's like, hey, is Yahweh culpable for the death of the child? And the answer from the text is clearly no. David is. David is. is. Totally. He totally is. And he is paying the natural consequence of his sin. Now, do, do... do we think that Yahweh is somehow, like, happy about this or that he's celebrating it or that he's, you know, or that he, because it's in the story, that somehow he approves of it? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, this is where you find in in the Levitical laws and stuff like that. Like, this is a um, oppressing people, murdering children. These kinds of things are, like, literally, it says they are an abomination to Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So, like... This is not a good thing. It's not something that the Lord is signing off on. It's not something that he preordained from eternity past that this would happen and and it could never happen any other way so that David is not culpable. It's like, no, um, basically what Yahweh is doing is he's going, man, this is not what I intended. And yeah, like we talked about this whole episode, I am going to, in the midst of this story, um, I am going to redeem it, right? And so while the child does die, um, I mean, and people are like, well, that child, you know, why is that child having to die for somebody else's sin or whatever? That's not fair. And to that to, to that critique, I would just offer gently that like, hey, all of us are born into a very broken world that's full of sin and we're all victim to it, right? Even, you know, even a child who's, you know, born out of wedlock in an adulterous relationship and to even a child who is born with you know trisomy 21 Mm -hmm. and even a child who is on in the children's ward the oncology unit Mm -hmm. at children's right now like it's it is a the play the, the the thing is broken and yet in the midst of that yahweh is redeeming it he's sending a solomon through whom the thing the story continues and and that's where he's again all all throughout like where we have failed where we bring chaos and destruction yahweh is reversing it so that would be my response. To I that.
1: think the question that that listeners might be asking is: Does God st- still discipline mm, that today?
0: Yeah, like, hey, because you did that, I yeah. am going to. Yeah, yeah. I think there there are definitely times where I think Yahweh intervenes in a very intentional way mm-hmm. um, for His purposes. Um, I think I I personally think, given the entire biblical uh, kind of corpus that more often than not, the things that we're experiencing that we might think be coming from God Mm -hmm. are just complete natural consequences of living in a fallen world, right? Now, there are definitely times where we will do things and the Lord, um, again, in his sovereignty is just like, hey, I am going to allow you to pay the natural consequence of Mm -hmm. that. Um, And so he may withdraw an intervention that would, you know, kind of, Come in as, as kind of a s- swoop in and save the day. Um, but again, he's the one with all of the information who's going, I'm watching this thing go. And what he's doing is he's proving all along that you can trust me, right? Even if you're walking through a really hard consequence, mm-hmm. even if you're walking through a natural consequence of sinful behavior, you um, it doesn't mean it doesn't even necessarily mean that God is quote unquote disciplining you. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, I think in a, in a lot of ways, even the heart of discipline is an invitation back into, uh, you know, a, a, a co operation with the Holy Spirit, um, moving toward God's desired end, which is ultimately, you know, full participation in the divine life. God going, hey, I I and you you and me all of us in you know right. in unity with one another and uh, and unfortunately pain and the natural consequences of a broken world are a part of that journey and again it's not something he goes ha ha see I was waiting it's the thing that he's fixing right and so that would be my major you know point to make to the audience as we leave today is you know, a lot of times we can go, "Oh my gosh, is God gonna? Is God gonna strike me with lightning?" you know, and it's like, yeah, no, God's not like that. Mm-hmm. He's just not. Like, what? <laughs> when you think, like, wait, could God really love me that much? Like extravagantly, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like when you when you begin to start to realize, like, oh, oh, dang. I think he might really love me that much. You're just starting to scratch the surface of it. You're just starting to enter into the reality of the height, width, depth, and length of the love of God. And, and that's, you know, if people are like, well, how do you know? Look at the cross. God demonstrates on, an ongoing demonstration. me is the word. Like it's this ongoing thing where God goes, I love you. I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> And that's what he's doing. Yeah. And that's what he's doing with David and Bathsheba and the loss of their child. He's weaving mm. with them because of the brokenness of the situation. But he's redeeming it.
1: He's redeeming it. Nathan, thank you for being here.
0: Appreciate oh, I love it. it.
1: We'll have you back.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together.
0: Peace out. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.